Hello, my name is Anthony Hines. For the last many years, I've been trying to help people with their career by sharing my experiences and also trying to help anyone and everyone who are unemployed and trying to get back in the workforce. Okay? Today we're going to talk about basic secrets that allow you to be the employee that every boss wants you to be. Okay? Very basic stuff. And the reason I bring up some, a lot of these basic ideas is because a lot of what I say, people already know. But they just need to be reminded. I'm the king of the reminder. Okay? Because what I do is I reinforce what a lot of people know but don't always follow either because they they've got bad habits or because they just get comfortable or because they get complacent or because they just frankly forgot okay but my point is that I will remind you of basic things and then from there you can take those reminders and make them yours and then go from there and really keep yourself moving in your career. What you'll always hear from me is your career is your responsibility. Okay? It's no one else's. It's not your bosses. It's not your companies. It's not anyone. It's not your college professor. It's not your families. It's yours. Okay? And as long as you know that, you're ahead of the game. Because now you're thinking all the time about ways to improve and ways to get more productive in your workplace. Okay? So let's think about the basics. First, let's start with attendance. Okay? Let me tell you people. The person that comes in every day running in with two minutes left before their start time is not looked upon as well as the person who's there, who's there early, and who's there consistently. Okay, that's a slight adjustment for you to make if you're one of those people. A lot of times what I've found is the closer the people that live, live to their work, the later they are because they leave later or they assume things or they, or they think that, oh, I'm all set, I'll be fine. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's a bad habit. And it's something that if a boss is, is a stickler on attendance, it's going to hurt you. And it's not something they're going to talk about in any one-on-one. -on -one, but in review, there's going to be a note or something in there about it. Because it's not something to bring up or something to write you up on or, or just, you know, look upon really negative. But it's something that may get out of your skin of your boss. So the fact of the matter is, a very basic premise is don't be the person that arrives five minutes before or after your start time. Be the person that's there when your start time is supposed to be. And I've always said, the worse the weather, the earlier you get in. Because other people will have trouble. And the fact is, if you're the one picking up the phone, it's got 
account when people say I'll be late and you say I got it, it's going to look well for you. Okay? So attendance is your first thing. Second thing, very basic. How talkative are you? Obviously, you're going to be talkative with them for work and the like. But understand that a lot of companies now have common work areas. And not everybody has cubes or, or offices where it's private. Take that into consideration when you're on your phone or you're doing work calls or even non-work related items. If you got to make a personal call, it's probably better in today's workplace to go make that call somewhere private. Or go make that call in a place where that uh, the whole group can't hear you. People that are seen looking at websites online in, in work, no matter what the website is, could be LinkedIn, could be even a professional website. Sometimes people get a premise that you're wasting time. Now I say that too about calls that are private or calls that are not work related. Remember, you are there because you got a job. The company is paying you to do a job. Now I am not being the strict teacher from your school days, but I just want you to keep that in your mind and be aware of it. And when you can, Put off the call or put off the website or put off the personal item that you do because even though nobody will say anything about it, it may hurt you. So again, we talked about attendance, we talked about personal time in, in your office life, and now I'm going to tell you this one, very basic one. Try not to be late for meetings, whether it's dial-in or, you know, call-in or it's a meeting where you have to attend. You don't want to be the one that's running in the room with two minutes left, two minutes right after the meeting starts, and the moderator or the teacher has to bring up your name and say, oh, your attendance, what's your name, or the like, or stop what they're doing because of you. Now, as I say, these are very small things, but they're, they're making you noticed for the wrong reason. All of these items hurt you, and they not, you say, oh, come on, Anthony, it's not a, that big a deal. Let me tell you, none of them are all a big deal, but if you do all of them, they end up being more of a deal than you'd ever realize. Okay? So there were three things. Now, this could be a cultural thing. This could be uh, how you're brought up. Or I have no idea. But a lot of times people talk very loudly in the workplace. Whether it be personal or, or professional. When they're on the phone, they're loud. And as they say, with the open workspace area now that a lot of people have, try not to be as loud on the phone. Really basic. As they say, once you get into the groove of the call, sometimes things get, you know, you're passionate, heated, whatever. And the fact of the matter is, try to not be as loud. That's something I have to work on. I'm not saying I'm I'm perfect or anything, 
believe me. I fell downstairs a lot. And I, I hit my head a lot growing up. It's not like I'm perfect. But all I'm telling you is in my experience, these three things have hurt people. And, and to be honest, it was an unnecessary hurt. Okay? Also, think about items that your boss really wants in an employee that you could do a better job at. Remember, your boss makes a lot of decisions about your progress in the, in the current position you're in. Right? What things annoy them? And if there are things that annoy them, are you doing everything you, you can to not do the things that annoy them? Right? Let's say it's, as they say, let's say it's an item where you interrupt them when you speak and they get annoyed by that. They're not going to say everything all the time. But if you do it, they're going to be annoyed. So my point to you is, think about items or think about things like that and understand that what you can do is unnecessary is to stop unnecessarily annoying your boss on little things. They, as they say, it could be interruptions, it could be how you communicate to them. You know, if they like email, are you still tapping them on the shoulder? You know, you can find this stuff out in your one-on-ones. You can find your stuff out if in the in, you know, as they say, in your communications, in your scheduled communications. And if you don't have scheduled communications with your boss, get them started. Because you need to have times, or allotted times, that you're communicating to your boss about your own problems. That way you're never surprised that you're reviewing. Okay? So my point is, I really want you to think about those things. Right? And make sure if you if you haven't got scheduled one-on-ones, you get them going. Because the fact is, I really want you to look at during the one-on-ones, and you want to talk about things like self-improvement. Self-improvement, self-awareness are very, very well thought of by people who are in management. Because now they don't have to tell you. Know you could be better at something, and you're trying to be better about it on your own. That's a really, really something that people like to see. Okay, so think about self-improvement. Think about those things. What can you do a little bit better to stop having your boss be annoyed? Well, what can you do a little better as an overall self-improvement item that they have got, they don't need to talk to you about? Again, these are very small items that can help you, okay? That it's on you to do, and nobody has to know about it. Just start doing it, okay? Just start doing it. I'll give you another one now. Let's say that the change in policy that makes your job harder or tougher to do. And everybody's got to do it. And that's just the way it is. Okay? Maybe it's more rules or, you know, some sort of Sarbanes-Oxley issue or, or 
like that that need to be gained or or more documentation. I want you to embrace those changes. And if they're tough, find a way to implement them in your life that other people can use and be the example of the improved process. Instead of complaining about things, about the way things are, suck it up, learn it, do it, implement it, and make it more efficient for you. And then what happens is, when you go to your meetings with your team, you say, you know that new policy? Here's what I'm doing to get by the issue. And it's working for me. Now, your manager's going to look at you and say, you know what? Instead of whining to me about this new policy, guess what? The person went out and did it, but it did it in such a way that's making my life easier because they're helping to improve the environment. Anytime you can make your boss's life easier by doing it on your on your own without being told really helps you. Proactive behavior, self-awareness, and self-improvement are very well thought of in any and every workplace. Okay? So I really want you to think about those ways that you can do that. And remember, when people start whining negatively, you don't have to be involved in that. Just say something vague and just say it is what it is or comment like that and go and improve it. That's how you improve your career. By instead of being the one that complains about it, you're the one that makes it better and you're the one that improves the situation. Now, another thing I'd like you to do, very small item, let's say you're doing a bang-up job and you have great customers and they really, really think you're doing a great job and they want to buy your coffee or they want to buy your lunch, okay? Some companies have real strict rules on that. So what you tell them is, instead of doing that, Maybe send a note to your boss about the job you do. Okay? Do that. Now, nobody's buying lunch for anyone. Nobody's hurting the policy. But what's happening is, you're building a file that's going to go in your review that your boss is going to know. Okay? Even if they send it to you and you forward it to your boss, that's not as good, but it's still something. My point is, instead of getting something that you can indulge in, like a cake or, or something like that, I prefer that you get something that's going to help you in your career. So instead of getting food or gifts or anything like that, think about accolades that that you can put in your performance review or put in your uh, put in your your file. Get those instead of the lunches when you're doing a lot. And you know what? I want you to make your customer service or your or your communication so well done that people will want to do 
never get enough of these. Okay, maybe they maybe I'm over the top. I my point is, if you're showing a consistent level of excellence with your customer, no matter what that is, and your customer again doesn't have to be somebody outside the organization. It could be somebody who sits right next to you. It could be a person that's far away in a foreign land that you deal with in meetings, right? But if you're servicing your customer at a consistently high level and they have a lot of good things to say, ask them to write a note to your boss. Don't just assume that it's going to find its way to your boss. Ask the person to write a note. It really, really helps you. It backs up anything that your boss is trying to do for you. And it helps to keep your feedback balanced. Okay? Get used to doing this. A lot of people have a problem asking. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Put that little problem away and start asking. If, in fact, you need it and if, in fact, it's deserved, start asking. We're not into martyrdom here. This is not biblical times where you have to be a martyr. Get what you deserve and be okay with it. Okay? Go get it. If you deserve these accolades, go get them. Okay? Alright, so we've talked about a bunch of small items that really help you in the workplace. Right? I want you to think about this. Everything in your day, everything in your work day, there's going to be a lot of challenges thrown at you. There's going to be a lot of things that are last minute. How do you handle that pressure of last minute? Are you the one that complains about it? Or are you the one that says, I got it. No problem. I'll take care of it. What do you think is thought better in the workplace? The one that complains about the pressure situation? Or the one who makes jokes and handles it? Or the one that diffuses the pressure? Or the one that shows that pressure is no big deal? Who is the one, do you think, that gets better thought of workplace? Remember, people, this is not life and death. It's not cancer. It's not heart surgery. It's not brain surgery. It's just work. So there's no need to feel pressure. Pressure is what a brain surgery, a brain surgeon feels. Pressure is what a a doctor feels or, or someone in a very stressful situation. This is work. Well, how do you handle pressure? Okay? Again, very small item. But when the going gets tough. What do you do? Do you back away? Let someone else handle it? Or do you run to the fire? That's an answer for you to give to yourself. Because there's an improvement item right there. How well do I handle pressure situations? And that's all in your mind, people. The how you handle a pressure situation is all in your mind. I'm from an environment where I've had a lot of experience in disaster recovery and business continuity. And there have been some very pressured situations based on environmental issues, environmental events, and the like. What do I do? 
I revert to I revert to comedy. I revert to calming down. I revert to talking quietly, and I revert to calmness. Because the company's looking for me to be a leader at that point. The company's looking for me to be the one that they can turn to, or that the team is looking for me to be the one that they can turn to. So what am I gonna do? Panic? Again, it's not brain surgery, it's just a job, right? How well thought of are you if you handle pressure? Okay? And it's all in your mind, people. It's all in your mind how you handle that. If you make it, if you make yourself handle pressure better, you will. And pressure also comes with people that are not confident in their own skills. So my point is, get confident in your own skills. Pressure will never affect you. I won't say that pressure never affects me, but I always revert back to my experience and revert back to my skills. Because I say to myself, I can handle this. I've seen it before. Why can't I do it? Why can't you do it? You understand? Think about these things. My name is Anthony Hines. For the last many years, I've tried to help people with their career. I've tried to help the unemployed. And the fact is, being unemployed is a very tough thing. People try so hard to put on a good face, but being unemployed is a very tough thing. I tried very hard to help those people because when I was unemployed, I had some things happen to me that I wish happened to no one. And I've always been passionate about telling people how to handle those types of events. I've also had very challenging things in my career. Some great things, but some also very challenging. So the fact of the matter is, I like to share these experiences with people. My name is Anthony Hines. My podcasts are available on Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Please become a patron to get access to all of my podcasts and all of my extended and special podcasts that work off my other tools as more of a training item. And also, please spread the word. I really, really need people to learn about what I'm trying to do. This is an organic spread. It's something that is spread by the people that listen. I really am asking, I'm imploring you. If you like what I do, tell some people and have them tell people. I've had a lot of downloads from my podcast in the first few months, but it's nothing to what I could have because I I can't do it alone. I need your help. Can you please help me in spreading the word? If you have a resume you'd like to have critiqued, one of my resources will do it, and it will be free. You can work out if you want them to, to rewrite it for you on a price, but just email it to me at ahines00001 at gmail.com if you'd like it to be critiqued. And we'll get it out to a resource we'll do it. Come and join my LinkedIn group, the Anthony Hines Job Seeker Survival Group. It's on LinkedIn. Thousands of people, some working, some not, some recruiters, some HR people, all willing to help you and all willing to link to you to help you build your LinkedIn profile and to help you build
unemployed, they may be able to help you, help guide you to get your next opportunity. I have many, many items to help the unemployed, but they're useless to you if you don't come ask for them. Okay? Or you don't check them out. And they say, podbean.com, go check out my podcasts. Email me at ahines 0001 at gmail.com. And remember, people, your career is your responsibility. And if you're unemployed, always remember that my passion is to end unemployment one person at a time. Just know I have a bunch of tips that I give people for free to help them get moving in their job search. So please, email me and I will send them to you. Till next time, have a great day. Remember, your career is your responsibility. And also, if you are unemployed, help me to end unemployment one person at a time. Also, people, my other item, my other line is this. No matter what the first letter of your name is, the first letter is always you. Take that into account for your career. Take that into account, obviously, Love God, love your family, stay balanced, but take care of you. That's what's important. Okay? Have a great day.